headlines that affect you. Georgetown, we've got you covered with Scott Harper of Gab News Online. Right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. like scott's pick today it's pretty funny it's got food in it sure i hear those ice cream bells and i start to drool keep a couple quarts in my locker at school scott harper i got a question for you yes sir uh usually you kind of like you're not really sure what song you want sometimes you're like right on the money this one you wasted no time why'd you pick this one I, well, you know, I, I love Weird Al. I've always loved Weird Al, but he's got a he's got a thing for food. He loves singing about food. He's got a lot of food songs. He does, um, and we've gotten a lot of requests for them this morning, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Living in the Fridge. Remember that one? Uh, and of course, yeah. Eat It was Eat It was his big one. Yeah, remember my and, bo- my Bologna? For my Shimana? my Bologna. Yeah. Girl, girls just want to have lunch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh so yeah. He, yeah. He, for such a skinny guy, he loves singing about food. He sure does. He's, I think he's genius. I think he's funny. So Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. What, what, a, what a way to become a, a millionaire, huh? That's right. Just take current popular songs, yeah, change yeah. up the lyrics, be silly, be creative about it, and you're an instant millionaire. And it's, it's something we've all done all our lives. We take songs and we change the lyrics you know, to funny things. We, we've all done it as you know, kids and teenagers. Right. And he just made a made himself a millionaire by doing what we've we've always done yeah and you know what's funny is i was talking with reese about this he and i you know how great capitalism is in the free market you know i mean you got a guy who decided in the 70s late 60s whenever it was hey what if i take that rock and put it in a box of straw and sell it as a pet rock who knew we needed that but apparently they did (laughs) they bought it up he made a million and then it went out of style and he's retired somewhere in some island i think and Weird Al even made accordions popular. I mean, <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, Scott Harper, Gab News Online, what you got for us? What's going on down on the south end of our listening area? Well, got a lot of stuff going on. We'll talk about the uh, weekend in just a minute, the wooden boat shows this weekend. And so that's always our big, big uh, festival. Each that's year. right. Yeah. Um, last Friday, um, of course, was what was called the Day of Rage. Uh, remember that? Well, we uh, visited the uh, only Jewish temple in Georgetown County last Friday night just to see, you know, what was going on. And um, they had a, a special service that night. The uh, the uh, minister or the uh, rabbi, I guess is the correct word, um, had a message prepared for a long time, but then he changed it because of the events uh, a couple of weeks ago in Israel. And uh, they, so they had a special service there. But the big thing is... Um, they had extra security offered uh, to them uh, for their service. Uh, Poli's Island Community Church offered to uh, actually pay for security. Nice uh, for them to, uh, to to have their service last Friday night. They they turned it down only because they for a long time they've already had a security on hand for all of their services. Um, they started that a couple of years ago. They have an off-duty Georgetown police officer uh, on hand. Uh, for their services uh, every Friday night, but I just thought it was very cool that um, you know that a, a you know a Christian church offered to uh, pay for security for a Jewish temple. I mean, it just shows the uh, I don't know if the words camaraderie or the um, 
the impact what happened in Israel, you know, had on people, you know, reaching across the aisle, so to speak, if you want to use that term. Absolutely. Um, it reminds me of what was going on in New York, too. He had all, thousands of Catholics lining the streets that were very pro-Israel during the time of, as you know, you saw some of the pro-Palestinian marches and the violent nonsense over on that side. So, yeah, very reminiscent of that, and I think it's great. Yeah, so, you know, that was a great service. They'll have another service, of course, tonight, and, um, uh, you know, and but they'll have their security there that they've always had. Um, fortunately, you know, there was no problems, you know, during the service. It was a peaceful service. Uh, people during the week uh, last week were uh, stopping by the uh, temple and were dropping flowers, leaving flowers on the uh, front steps of the uh, of the temple, um, you know, just to show their, you know, feelings about what happened uh, in Israel. And so, um, yeah, people reaching out. Um, and so hopefully that will continue to be peaceful uh, here in Georgetown. And as far as I know, uh, I think that is the only Jewish temple in Georgetown County, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. Yes, uh, right in downtown in the historic district of Georgetown. So um, other than that, I'm trying to get my uh, computer back up here. Here we go. Um, had they had... Uh, well, the school district, of course, uh, this past Monday when they came back after their fall break, uh, began the uh, new security uh, entrances for uh, students in middle and high schools. Uh, now we've got this uh, what we call the open gate system, and every student has to walk through it. It's basically a, a weapons detective uh, system that they've uh, installed. And, um, and what happens is the students walk through it. If there is an alarm that sounds when they walk through it, uh, then they're checked, uh, you know, by a person, and uh, then they walk through a separate uh, uh, detector, which is a metal detector, regular metal detector, uh, to make sure everything's okay. And while all that's going on, someone's checking their bags, their book bags, if they bring lunch bags, whatever, they're checking that uh, by hand. And uh, it's the first time uh, that we've uh, actually had all students every day go through a detector, you know, as we've talked about before. Um, before now, they've uh, just um, done it periodically, you know, from mm-hmm. time to time. And um, have you heard about? Any, mes- have you heard any parents any pushback saying this is unfair, or, or is everybody no, pretty much on board? No, no, it's the opposite. I mean, right. people's been warning this for a long time. You remember we had the incident at Carver's Bay uh, Middle School a couple right. weeks, a few weeks ago, where the student got a handgun, a loaded handgun, inside the school. You hid it in the bathroom, right? Um, and that's what sparked all of this. And after that, um, you know, parents sort of said, "Hey, you've got to use these metal detectors every day." They got a school board member on board who uh, pushed very, very hard for it, and uh, now it's happened. So it's just kind of interesting that it was able to happen so quickly um, when uh, we were told they've had these open gate uh, systems in the district, just in a closet for about a year. They weren't using them. Any explanation um, as to why? Well, you know, all along they claimed that it would be too uh, time intensive and students would be late for class and all of this stuff if every student had to walk through these things every day. But they went to uh, what happened is they visited other school uh, districts, even Orange County, and found out how they're doing it. And they said, oh, okay, this can be done and kids can get to class on time. And uh, they... Before the uh, fall break last week, uh, they tested it out uh, for a few days, found out it worked, so it went into full effect uh, on Monday. Um, You know, we've got this new school schedule this year. We're now 
in October, there's a full week out for students. Mm-hmm. And um, so they just came back Monday and were greeted by that. But it's, I was at Carver's Bay Middle School on Monday morning, and it was, went very, very smoothly. I mean, it was uh, it was almost like it, it had it always been in place. It was so smooth. Um, I didn't see any problems. So thank goodness they, they've got that done. But, I mean, you know, you can't protect everything. That's, that's you know, making sure nothing gets into school. But, you know, parking lots, you know. So nothing is 100% foolproof, but thank goodness they at least took this step. Um, you know, and, and you know, this isn't the end. They'll, they'll implement other things as time goes along. But um, this is a good first step for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, protecting the children, it should be first and foremost. I'm a little, I don't know if the word surprise just made, I don't know, to find out that they had this stuff sitting in a closet and they were just afraid to use it because they thought it would be too time I, yeah. that, that to me is bizarre, but hey, they got it out. They're using it now, so that's a good thing. Yep, and we've got some uh, lawsuits that uh, have uh, made news uh, in the past couple of days. Uh, back uh, last year, uh, we had a principal at uh, Culver's Bay High School. Um, he filed a lawsuit against the district claiming a racial discrimination um, for several different reasons. We've got all the uh, things listed in the story, um, but a judge ruled that uh, that case is dismissed. Um, said that, you know, uh, there were several factors uh, listed for uh, dismissing the case. Uh, one is he didn't uh, file his appeal um, in a timely manner, or his uh, response, I guess I should say, to the district asking for the case to be dismissed. He didn't file his response in a timely manner. That was one. But several other reasons. Um, so his case uh, has been dismissed, but a second discrimination lawsuit against the uh, district um filed by another district employee, a former Maryville Elementary School principal, um, that case is continuing. The judge uh, is allowing that case to proceed. So um, so that's uh, an update on those. And we had uh, back uh, last year, the NAACP in Georgetown filed a lawsuit against Georgetown County, uh, a housing discrimination uh, lawsuit against Georgetown County. I don't know if you remember the uh, incident, the uh, the situation back uh, a couple of years ago in 2021, uh, when they were going to build some houses at the intersection of 701 and Wedgefield Road. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yes. And um, well, then the, the county approved it on the first two readings, and then denied it on uh, the third reading, and so it died. And because of that, the uh, NAACP filed a lawsuit saying that, hey, this was going to be houses, uh, affordable housing, um, and they say in the lawsuit that it discriminates uh, against uh, the African-American community who would have benefited more from it than anyone else. And um, the judge has now allowed that case to proceed as well. It was not dismissed as the county wanted it to be. Uh, So this week, I'm sorry, a couple of weeks ago, the uh, judge ruled that that case can proceed. So, yeah, an update on some of the uh, lawsuits that have been filed, um, you know, in the past uh, year or so. Um, these things are slow, you know, to be settled. So, not sure when they'll go to court, but uh, now they, you know, those two can. So, we'll continue to follow them. Hey, on the Showtime Autoglass, by the way, Showtime Autoglass just dropped off some food. It's too bad you're not here to enjoy this. Oh, oh man. I know. But, I, uh, everybody knows I love food. <laughs> well, we just got this, this text in on the Showtime Autoglass text line. It said, I- I'd like to get his, meaning you, Scott Harper, Gab News Online, your thoughts on how to solidify voters. I'm not sure you can comment on that, but can you talk a little bit about the Waccamaw Neck not wanting high-density housing? They've sent out some surveys. They've gotten the results back from many of these surveys, basically saying this. I'm trying to condense this text here. They do not want high-density 
you know, uh, they don't want big box stores. They kind of like low density. It's the reason why people live here. Don't Myrtle Beach, my Paulie's Island. Are you aware of any of I this? Mean, oh, yeah. I mean, that's been going on a long time. I mean, uh, but I mean, it's like that everywhere. Nobody wants, uh, you know, where they live to become a metropolis. I mean, that's, uh, that, I mean, I live in Conway and you see what's happening in Conway. And, you know, I'm not really a fan of it. You know, you like your nice little peaceful, um, you know, stuff. But the interesting thing about uh, the Walk of My Neck is, um, I mean, I remember back in the day, well, I think it was Walmart was going to build a store uh, in the Pauly's Island area, and there was an uproar. I mean, no, 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 no. And uh, the uh, people who did not want it, uh, they won. Walmart uh, County Council uh, did what they needed to do, and uh, Walmart did not build there. But it it has developed. I mean, if you drive through Pauly's Island uh, and Litchfield, mm-hmm. but especially uh, the Pauly's Island area, a little more than Litchfield, um, it's uh, it it is. There's box stores everywhere. Publix. I mean, you know, big giant grocery stores. Um, well, part, know, part of this lot, part of the Texas car lot. right? No, I yeah, I've seen it. But part of this person's point was that they send out these surveys and they even adjust for demographics and they're all getting the same response back. No, we don't want it. We elect you to make sure it it doesn't happen. But then they do it. Yeah. Yeah, But then they approve it. I'm the big thing right now, the big controversy on the uh, walk on that right now. And I guess in Horry County too, you're seeing these these big giant storage units. Yes. (laughs) We've got one, we've got one in Merle's Inlet that, I mean, it must be eight acres. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, how, how do you tell? One. How do you say to people, "I live in an area without basements," without saying those words? You just look at the yeah, storage go. units. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, county council takes that up uh, quite often now about talking about storage units. I mean, the the, uh, the one in Merle's Inlet is huge; it's rather new. But they're building one very similar in Pauley's Island. I mean, huge. I mean, my my thing about that has always been Americans have too much stuff. I mean, that's true. I mean. If, if, if you can't fit it in your house and maybe a garage or a shed in your backyard and you have to rent, you know, a warehouse, maybe we got too much stuff. <laughs> there's there's something to be said for being a minimalist. I, you know, I don't disagree with you. I look around my house and I go, oh, boy. <laughs> so, hey, oh, Scott, yeah, I'm like that. I'm like that. If yeah. we haven't used it in six months, you know, we must not need it. Well, it's, and, and, my problem is, is I play all my guitars, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, county council. I mean, even at I think at our most recent meeting, uh, the storage uh, facilities was 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 a topic, and they're continuing to talk about and figure out how to, uh, you know. I, but if somebody owns property and it is zoned that that can be there, you know, there's not a lot you can do. You can to stop it. So you know, they're looking at zoning. You know, making exactly. taking, uh, possibly removing that from zoning. All right, but, so, um, Scott Harper, Gab News. Thing, oh, real quick, yeah, go ahead, finish. I was going to do the uh, wooden boat show. Yes, um, get it tomorrow in. and get it Sunday. In. Yeah, yeah. The big tomorrow is the uh, the big wooden boat show where uh, we've got. I think they said nine teams that going to be. Uh, they'll have four hours uh, from start to finish to build a wooden boat, and then they're going to put them in the water to see if they float and they can make it from one side of the river to the other. And then um, Sunday is the, probably the more fun event because that's when kids build cardboard box boats out of cardboard boxes that are donated by International Paper Company. Cool. And um, and they, they put those in the water. And, of course, you know, cardboard ain't going to make it too long in the water. 
My only concern is about this uh, this thing has always been there's alligators in those waters. <laughs> so I've always been like, uh, is this the safest thing on the planet to put kids in the water? <laughs> Well, no, remember, I mean, but, but no, hold on, Scott. Remember, the alligators are more afraid of you than you are of them. Isn't that what they always tell I us? I hope so. <laughs> but the alligators come right up to the harbor wall because at, at times people feed them. And so, you know, they're used to that area. Anyway, we've never had, in 34 years, there's never been a problem. So. Well, but uh, that, that's hope. always fun on Sunday. Yeah, let's hope it stays that way. And thank you so much. But come on out. The weather, the weather is going to be absolutely great. Uh, probably the best weather we've ever had for Harbor Walk. I mean, I've heard of your boat so far at, at the Harbor Walk. Perfect. Um, so come on out and enjoy it. All right, Scott Harper, Gab News Online. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. Thank you, sir.